Hello and welcome to the Catherine Plano podcast. Yes, we have a new show with new episodes. The format of the show is a little bit different. It is broken up into three parts. The first part, Moments of Awe, where I share actionable tips, strategies and coaching models that you can implement in your daily life for massive improvements. And a new part of the show, Tips from My Pen, where I share my insights from my morning pages. And last but not least, Purposeful Conversations with our Radical Shifts series, where we have honest chats with change instigators, compelling creators, and interesting humans who are breaking the cycle of convention and redefining success one mission at a time. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of practical goodness. Have you ever wondered if you make the moments in your life or if the moments in your life make you? Or have you ever wondered how different your life would be if that one thing didn't happen? And what about if you knew your purpose in this life, how would you live your life differently? Well, Moments of Awe episodes are all about allowing yourself more moments of awe wonder and inspiration with a touch of curiosity courage and heart where every month I get real and up close to share some of my own raw life experiences lessons learnings failures and aha moments because when we tell our stories authentically we can really help each other to expand the mind and soul and live our best lively hearty ecstatic and most inspired life. To get the best out of these sessions, grab a pen and paper or journal, sit yourself down in a quiet space and enjoy the moment. So here we are again. I am so honoured and grateful that we get to hang out again, sharing moments of awe. So this week, the title of the show is With the Avoidance of Pain, we lose the healing too. So what causes spiritual bypassing? How do you know if you are spiritual bypassing? And why is radical acceptance so important? Spiritual bypassing brings more pain and damage than anything else because when we repress our shit, we are only increasing the magnitude and the depth of our wounds. When we are suppressing negative emotions and avoiding their very existence, bottling up feelings of lower vibrational frequencies that will only accumulate over time can affect our physical, emotional and mental health. The thing is this, we can only cure our wounds if we attend to them. Imagine not attending to a real wound. What do you think will happen then? Your wound would get infected or worse. Radical acceptance is a practice 
of accepting all of you. Yep, warts and all. Your whole self, your physical body, all your emotions, your self-talk, and your out of control, out there, over the top thinking, which means this, you are not broken and you don't need fixing. You don't need to invest your time nor energy on self-improvement. Nothing to correct, overcome or turn around. Radical acceptance is to observe and being present with what bubbles up for you in that very moment with non-judgment, compassion and wholeheartedly embrace what is taking place rather than resisting, denying and avoiding the pain that you are experiencing. Radical acceptance is based on the belief that suffering comes from one's attachment to the pain and accepting difficult situations, the first step towards change. So in this episode, we're going to talk about why we dismiss or avoid reality, why it's important to understand spiritual bypassing, and how to practice radical acceptance with some really cool life coaching techniques. And of course, I'll always give you three shiny gold nuggets for every moments of awe together. So shiny golden nugget number one. So why is it important to understand spiritual bypassing? So spiritual bypassing is a tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, and unfinished developmental tasks. The term was introduced in the mid-80s by John Wellwood, who was a Buddhist teacher and a psychotherapist. So spiritual bypassing is a state of avoidance and thus a state of resistance. You can avoid reality, but you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. Avoidance doesn't solve anything. It merely serves as a temporary pacifier. So when we are sidestepping, meaning avoiding dealing with our problems, worries, issues, and concerns, our spiritual bypassing language kicks in to avoid dealing with what we may have labeled as a deep psychological issue. And when we do this, we are just masking or overlooking any emotionally unfinished business. In other words, we are covering up what we need to heal and instead of allowing lower vibrational frequencies such as shame, guilt, grief, fear, sadness and anger to envelop the very core of our being, we do the opposite. We approach life with positivity on steroids, which is known as toxic positivity. And instead of dealing with what is really going on within us, we turn our focus externally of us to avoid the healing to take place. Spiritual bypassing is the practice of using spirituality to avoid certain emotions or situations in life. And quite often we use statements like, everything happens for a reason. It is what it is. It was a blessing in disguise. It was for the best anyway. So in reality, what we are doing is making it easier for us to digest what is taking place, making it easier for us to accept things as if there was some divine intervention occurring as part of our spiritual growth, 
almost as if it was inevitable that these events were meant to take place for our learning, our growth and evolution. But what if we were to sit with our pain in order to process it and not repress it, but to work through it for once and for all? What then? Let's go to shiny golden nugget number two. What is radical acceptance? So radical acceptance can be defined as the ability to accept situations that are outside of our control without judgment, which in turn reduces the suffering that is caused by them. Rather than being attached to a painful past, radical acceptance suggests that non-attachment is the key to overcoming suffering. By the way, non-attachment doesn't mean not feeling the emotions. Instead, it refers to an intention of not allowing the pain to turn into suffering. This means watching your thoughts and feelings to identify when you are allowing yourself to feel worse than is necessary. Radical acceptance doesn't mean you approve of what is taking place. It involves accepting reality for what it is and not getting caught up in an emotional reaction to that reality. Radical acceptance is most often applied in situations when you are unable to fix or change what has happened or when something has happened that feels unfair, like the loss of a loved one, going through a divorce, losing your job, losing a home, a loss of a community, and anything that you have experienced that is out of your control. Marsha Linen, an American psychologist, says, grief and disappointment are normal emotions. Suffering results when the initial pain is prolonged due to a lack of acceptance. So radical acceptance is accepting things as they are and not fighting against reality. Now, while this can be hard to practice when things are going really bad, radical acceptance involves moving away from emotional reactions. While you may not be able to change the facts of a situation, you can choose how you view them, how you feel about them, and how you react to every situation. This means letting go of any lower vibrational frequencies such as bitterness and releasing any unhelpful emotions. Once these emotions are managed, then it's possible to find solutions and make plans for change where possible. The problem with a lack of acceptance is that when you try to not feel pain, you are also choosing to not feel joy and happiness at the same time. Avoiding your emotions means creating more problems in the long run, such as anxiety, depression, addiction, and any other mental health concerns. Instead, practicing calm acceptance will allow you to process your emotions and move forward. Let's go to shiny golden nugget number three. So how do you practice radical acceptance? I am going to share a couple of really cool life coaching models. And the first one is acceptance and commitment therapy. Let's just call it ACT for short, which focuses on helping people to behave more consistently with their own values and apply mindfulness and acceptance skills to their responses to uncontrollable experiences. So one component is values. There's a big values component to this ACT model. So values are the things that are important to you and the things that you value. These are the things that you stand for in life and the things that really matter to you. So clarifying your values can help you be more willing to do what matters, even when it involves experiencing difficult emotions. I think that's a whole podcast in itself. 
Another component is fusion. This is when we get entangled with our thoughts and our thoughts dominate us, meaning they dominate our awareness, our decisions, and our actions. When we are fused, we tend to focus our attention on the contents of our mind, things like our thoughts, our memories, our assumptions and beliefs, rather than what we are experiencing through our five senses. We then make decisions and take actions based on our internal experiences, such as thoughts and memories, rather than what is really going on in the world. There is one quick activity that I would like to share with you called the five senses. The ACT five senses exercise is a great activity to help you practice mindfulness or be in the present moment no matter where you are. So notice five things you can see. So look around and try to bring your attention to the things you normally might not notice. Notice five things you can feel. Make yourself aware of the things you are currently feeling. And this could be the clothes you are wearing, uh, the breeze on your skin from sitting outside or wherever you are sitting. Notice five things you can hear. So listen to your surroundings. Can you hear the background? It might be a bird or a car passing by or the sounds of a trees in the wind. Notice five things you can smell. This could be the air outside, the flowers in your garden, or the coffee you've just brewed. Notice five things you can taste. Notice one thing you can taste in the present moment. And this could be like taking a sip of water with a dash of lemon, eating a snack you haven't eaten for a long time, or enjoying a little aperitif in the backyard. So that was the act five senses exercise. So let me introduce you to another concept called diffusion. This is where we can observe our thoughts and see them for what they are, just products of our busy mind. Diffusion is the skill of noticing our thoughts and then kindly neglecting what is noticed, holding them gently, refusing to take them seriously. Now this one I would like to deep dive with you today. There are many more steps to act, but today I just wanted to share a couple of concepts with you. So let's take a look at diffusion versus fusion. So the moment that we fuse our thoughts, we become one with them and they can influence how we feel and behave. Our thoughts then become our reality. We feel removed from the world outside of our thoughts, removed from our senses, from what we are doing and even from the people around us. We can diffuse from these thoughts to lessen their negative impact on us. To diffuse, we have to step back and observe our thoughts in a non-judgmental, curious way. So I would like to share a couple of diffusion strategies with you. Remember, thoughts are thoughts. They are not facts. So think something like, perhaps I am confusing a thought with a fact. So for example, instead of thinking, I am never going to be happy, say to yourself, I am having the thought that I am never going to be happy. Instead of thinking, I am never going to be able to get all of this work done, say to yourself, I am having the thought that I am never going to be able to get all of this work done. Can you see, instead of identifying you as the thought, you are creating a separation from you and the thought. If your mind is telling you a story, give it a name. What is the title of your story? Because once we can label it, we can tame it. This is how we make the unconscious conscious. 
Or if you catch yourself going down a rabbit hole with your stories, you can say to yourself, here I go again. I'm thinking about that story again. And from that standpoint, you can choose to change the channel or watch a different movie. Okay, one last technique with you. It's called the RAIN technique. And this is a mindfulness technique, which is a great technique to use when you're going through a difficult uh, time. So R stands for recognize what is happening. So consciously acknowledge your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that are affecting you with no judgment. And for example, it could be as simple as, I have butterflies in my tummy and I'm feeling nervous. A stands for allow life to be just as it is. So let your thoughts, emotions, and feelings or sensations that you have recognized simply be there. Let it be as it is. Pause and relax in your body. The eye of rain is investigate with kindness. So simply pause and ask, what is happening inside me? How am I experiencing this in my body? What am I believing? What does this feeling want from me? What do I really need right now? The N in rain stands for non identification. You are not the emotion. Your sense of who you are is not fused with any limiting emotions, sensations, or stories. This brings about a natural sense of freedom and ease. It gives a sense of having peace in the middle of it all. No matter how intense and painful the emotional storm, there is always a part of you which is still silent and untouched. So that's the rain Uh, technique for you. So over the next week, I will be sharing more coaching techniques on Instagram. So come and join me for more coaching models to help you on your merry way. Okay, that's it for today. As always, I would love to hear from you. So if you have any questions about this episode, or if you had an aha moment or an insight, please share your experience on Instagram or comment on any of our podcast platforms. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode. If you feel that this episode will help another, please pay it forward by sharing this episode because we rise by lifting others. Well, until the next time, my dearest ones, sending you much love, peace and blessings. Namaste. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please click on share show with your friends to help make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to get involved is to click on follow show or leave a review on iTunes so that we can give you a shout out on the show. If you have been a long time listener of the show, you know we are big on delivering content that is valuable for you. Content that will address your pain points. So if you have any questions or ideas for a podcast show, please reach out and we will create the content to meet your needs. Yes, you heard right. If you have topics, themes or special guests that you want to hear from, please send us a note to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will create a show especially for you. Wherever you are in the world, sending you love, blessings and peace. Namaste. Namaste.